the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to Icons of Real Estate. I'm your host, Patty Thiel. Let me tell you about today's guest. Mike Cuevas, also named, known as the Real Estate Dude, I love that name, started his career as an agent and a broker, seeing great success on both. He has since branched out to start his own marketing company, which specializes in personal branding services, especially video marketing. And we all know how popular that is. Welcome, Mike. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. So we usually start the show with people kind of telling us a little bit about their journey. How did they get to the point they are now um, with their business and where did they start? Sure. Well, um, I started my journey a long, 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 long time ago. I am a dinosaur, I guess, because I could say I've been in the business for 20 years. So 2002, I got licensed accidentally. Um, and I say accidentally because it was the last class I took in college and I specialized in marketing. However, teacher at the time says, hey, Mike, you're going to make a lot of money in real estate. I'm like, all right, I sound like that's sold. However, that's not quite what happened. <laughs> I get licensed and immediately upon getting licensed, I was only 22 years old. And um, I understood immediately where business came from. Um, and a lot of it was in the form of referrals um, and repeat business. A lot of business comes from people you already know. So I was stuck in the position of being 22 years old, trying to sell someone a four or $500,000 condo in downtown Chicago. Who in the world is going to trust me? I understood content creation immediately, uh, educating clients. And at that time, I focused a lot on creating a lot of educational content, um, whether it was a listing presentation back then, you know, because we didn't have the social media as it is today or any online platforms. But I understood build, building authority uh, instantly and creating content. Um, I also understood early on about a year or two into the business that your best friends will forget you're in real estate. And that's the most painful part. Um, but it's not their job to remind them that you do real estate. It's your job, or it's not their job to remember. It's your job to remind them. Mm -hmm. and then instantly a light went off. Ever since then, I said, hey, if my best friend doesn't remember what the hell I do for a living, how the hell is anyone <laughs> else going to remember what I do for a living? Good point. If you're out of sight, you're out of mind. Mm -hmm. And that night I went home and I cried um, because it was a $400,000 listing. And I was a young kid, just like, what am I going to do? I barely can yeah. pay rent. Right. So long story short, I started farming my database. Not strangers. I started farming my database. It started with direct mail. Then video email came out several years later and I started doing video email. And then I started um, doing that on social media. And I realized that the most important um, way to stay in front of your database is just to stay in conversation with them. You don't need to sell them anything, but you do need to remain present. And when video came out in 2012, I just instantly knew that you're unforgettable if you farmed your database with video content. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. That's so interesting that you just intrinsically knew that without even being taught. You just knew it. You could tell. Um, I mean, a lot of when it comes to creating content, most of the stuff is common sense, mm -hmm. but we overthink it. 
right? Mm -hmm. So most people approach video as a way of selling something. That's how most people in the real estate business approach anything. I approach um, it in a way as building authority, trust, and getting people to like me. Mm -hmm. So there's a major difference in that. If my mindset was, hey, I'm going to go out and get on video and start um, generating leads, I could tell you that it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. oh, there's so many questions I have about marketing with video. First of all, um, we all go to YouTube and YouTube is a great place to become an expert and to get your videos out there. But it, to me, all these ads that come up can be very, very annoying. So can you talk about the difference between being an expert and being out there and being part of a video ad, even if you're trying well, to establish yourself? Anything you do on video, people are going to perceive you're an expert. Mm -hmm. If Patty here got and started and did seven videos in a row cooking, um, I don't know, dinner, I would think you're a chef. That's the power of video. Right. So no matter what, whoever's on it, whoever's viewing it instantly views them as an authority. Mm -hmm. And what are all the different platforms that these videos can be placed on? I know there's a everywhere. lot of them these days everywhere. If you're creating content, it's about you create and you multipurpose, create and multipurpose, create and multipurpose. Like when I'm doing uh, videos, every video I'm going to do is going to go on YouTube. Every mm -hmm. video is going to go on Facebook. Every video is going on Instagram, LinkedIn, and wherever else I engage. Every video gets video emailed to my database. So when you start creating content, though, you creating and distributing is half and half of the battle. Mm -hmm. Most people will create a piece of content or a video. They'll put it on their you know, newsfeed and it dies. And then everyone forgets about it. We like to take the video, put it on the newsfeed, get that engagement, but then multipurpose it to all of the platforms that you are currently on. YouTube, every video should go on there as long mm -hmm. as you're creating long form type videos. And what do you consider long form? Five minutes plus, Five three minutes, minutes plus. plus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anything yeah. non-TikTok, non-reels, Facebook or Instagram reels or non-TikTok related generally. And do you use TikTok as well? I'm just starting. Yeah, I'm going all in on short form content. Um, mm -hmm. I've created all the long form. So now I'm like all in on short form. Um, yeah. It's a different game, but it's a different strategy. There's a mm -hmm. lot of different ways to use video. There isn't a universal one. It just depends on what are your goals and then picking the right path for you. Mm -hmm. Well, I read some of your testimonials from people who have just said how much you've helped them by putting together a strategy, not just throwing out a video, but actually sitting down with you and planning exactly where they want their business to go and how they're going to get there. So can you tell us about that process? Yeah, uh, I love that question. It's the most important part of the strategy. It's the one all, it's the whole thing. Um, so I was on, uh, I did an event last week in Kansas City and I, I, I told everyone, this is when people like, oh, I get it. And if you look at the concept of, uh, we all know the story of the tortoise and the hare, right? Mm -hmm. Who won the race? The tortoise. I mean, Correct. yeah. Yeah, slow and steady. That's right. <laughs> slow and steady. Stay consistent. And that's what video is. Video will build your personal brand. And the larger it grows, the more opportunities you're going to have. But if you're not excited about the content you're creating, you're not going to get to that point to begin with. If you told me to go out and start shooting videos on cooking, I would be very uncomfortable. Yes, mm -hmm. I can make you think I'm a chef in seven days. But no, I will not do it for more, longer than that. Therefore, it's very short-lived. And it, people don't remember what you say, they remember how you say it. Mm -hmm. 
people, when you create content, like for me, they say, oh, there's that marketing dude, marketing dude, marketing dude. That's done on purpose because it's a lot more memorable than Mike Cuevas. Mm-hmm. However, it's very representative of my brand. You could tell I start, I'm sort of slangy. It's just how I roll. I'm, I, I embrace my personal brand and I scream it from the rooftops and I'm not mm-hmm. scared if people don't like it. Mm-hmm. So when someone's creating a video strategy, you, it's all about on the brand you want to be perceived as. So I'll give you a couple of different examples. If you are a real estate agent focusing on veterans, doing a lot of FHA financing, I could create business owner interviews, but they would all be veteran owned businesses. Mm-hmm. I can create neighborhood tours, but I do neighborhood tours near base. I'm probably creating a lot of videos on Memorial Day, 4th of July, and Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great example. So I'm creating you... content on PCSing into the San Diego market, for example. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just created a buyer boot camp, a seller boot camp. Mm-hmm. So on the well, other hand, I'm sorry, go ahead. On the other hand, let's say I'm a, um, I'll do another one. I have, I have a lender. Um, same thing. He doesn't know what his brand is. We rebranded him and it turns out that he's a Star Wars nerd. He is now today the Rebel Alliance mortgage team and his, and his tagline is, may the rate be with you. <laughs> I love now, that. He identifies as that. And if you look at his logo, it just looks like the Star Wars, like it's written like the Star Wars la- uh, <laughs> language, but how he would do videos would be slashing interest rates with a lightsaber. The Yoda <sighs> of real estate. Cut the fat out of the loan process with Jabba the Hutt. See, because the content's the same, no matter where you hear it across the Mm -hmm. United States. The difference is who's delivering it. Right. So there's a lot of creativity involved. And I love what you said. He didn't know what his brand was. So I guess what you do is a process. You sit down with them, you get to know them, and you come up with a concept. It's like if you were to launch a reality show, what would the name of it be? That's what we create. A good example of it is, um, have you ever seen the show Diners, Dives, and Drives with Guy Ferrari? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a food show, right? Mm-hmm. But is Guy Ferrari talking about sushi restaurants, Michelin star restaurants, or French bistros on that show? It doesn't fit his brand. Right, right. He talks about dive, grease pits, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hangover food. Mm-hmm. So just because you create content, there isn't a universal. You have to make it reflective of your brand for it to take off. Right. Yeah. Do you find that a lot of people are uncomfortable in video at first? And they say, oh, no, I Every can't put my face out there. Oh, all of them. <laughs> Every single one of them for the reason I just told you. They don't know. They don't realize that they are a brand. Mm-hmm. And therefore, um, right now, a lot of agents are just being told, get on video, get on video, get on video. Right. But they're like, what they're not being taught is how they should be getting on video. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not into it, it just doesn't last. Right. So in addition to helping them with the strategy, do you also help them to be comfortable, to be themselves, to... Yeah, it's always coaching. Mm-hmm. We teach mm-hmm. scripting. Um, we edit for them. Uh, and people can engage us any which way. We either will train their team how to do videos and train their videographers how to shoot them, train their marketing team how to distribute them, um, build their strategy, or we do it all for them. So yeah. we could do anything just based on what level they uh, need assistance in. Yeah, and I know that you recommend people delegate when possible uh, so that they don't get bogged down with things like editing, which if you're not experienced, that can be a little overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, it's not a editing a video is not a money-making activity. Mm -hmm. And if you're spending, we had a a woman the other day that (laughs) came on board and she's like, yeah, I got this app and you know, I got the video done, but by the time it's done, I just, it takes me four hours of video and that's just to do the editing. And if she's doing two of those a month, that's eight hours. I'm like, right. 
it's a waste of time. You're better off spending it with your kids and rejuvenating than you are sitting in front of a computer trying to edit a video that isn't going to look good anyways. Right. Not the best use of the person's time. Not at all. Yeah. It's so funny. I know you said how much you hated prospecting when you first were a young guy hate getting it. into real estate. And I think a lot of people feel that way. So um, there's a small percentage of us that are good at it and enjoy mm -hmm. it. Right. Mm -hmm. And if that's you, God bless you. But if you're newer in the business right now and you're being told by the gurus to call, 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 and you feel slimy, there is another way. <laughs> uh, it's not uh, a lot of that stuff was taught in back when I started. That was 2002. And don't get me wrong. It still works. If you throw enough crap at the wall, something sticks. But <laughs> um, people are, it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. um, it burns out. And most people can't do it long for a long time over time. You know, mm -hmm. it's hard to do consistently. Um, content creation is the same, um, prospect. And here's the difference. The gurus tell us that you're one more no away from your next yes. So if I'm told to go out and get business, I remember this one trainer I had was like, you're going to pick up that phone and statistically one in 20 calls is going to be a listing appointment. And mm -hmm. that's right. You know, yeah. but so you, you are one more no away from your yes. However, in video creation, it is mathematical the same way prospecting is because you could really determine your KPIs. Mm -hmm. In video, 10 to 15% of people who see your content will be moving this year, but 100% of people who see your content have a referral for you. And in real estate, over 80% of business is generated and closes not from lead generation, not from super duper autoresponders, not from Facebook ads, PPC, or anything other than people you already know, you worked with in the past, or you personally met. Right. I That's imagine it. that people feel after they've watched you on video a number of times, they get a feeling that they do know you. 70% of people will visit your website before they ever call you. The more content you have and the personality you have on your website, the higher chances that they actually pick up the phone and call you. And when you create content, people don't call you. They used to say, hey, dude, what's up? Come with me. It's well, they're friends with you by yeah, then. Yeah. They feel like they know you 100%. And that's mm -hmm. the unfair advantage. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you another example and how, uh, how important a brand is. And what we're really talking about is, is your brand, okay? Right. So I have a lender that, um, this is a great story. So I have a lender that we created a brand for and he was a brand new lender uh, and he was an introvert, okay? And this was about three years ago. He's a millionaire today. And this lender is trying to go out there and recruit real estate agents, but he doesn't like talking to them. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how the hell are we gonna do this? This is tough. Mm -hmm. So we do a deep dive. I figure out uh, when he comes into my office, he was very shy. He wouldn't open up. So I call his wife up, got her on the phone and finally broke him down. He used to be an orphan. Oh. And I found out uh, when he was in fourth grade or maybe third or second grade, his mom was a crackhead and gave him up to the orphanage. And during that time, it was obviously he's got a lot of PTSD and all that stuff from that time. But there was an older gentleman that used to come in every week and counsel him. I go, Stuart, what do you, and then I found out that Stuart pays it forward. When he has time off, he's at the orphanage counseling these kids because someone did it for him. Oh, Nobody mm -hmm. talks about it, right? But it's mm -hmm. just something he does because he feels obligated to do so. Mm -hmm. I go, Stuart, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? He goes, I want to help these kids. That's my why. I'm like, done. You're only one person. You only have six hours a month. Why don't we raise money for them instead? Mm -hmm. So we created a program called Loan to Love. And the way Loan to Love works is that you hire Stuart to become a lender or he finance or refinances your house, 10% of Stuart's proceeds will go to the Child Advocates Foundation. 
Wow, that's a beautiful child story. advocates. He's now the number one lead source and he just created love mortgage lending with love. And here's oh. the difference between having a brand and not mm-hmm. Stuart can go out there and charge their customers one to 2% more than anybody else. And he'll still get the damn deal. Why? Mm-hmm. Because of the, why he does it. That's a brand. Yeah. So that cause marketing has become a lot more popular in recent times. And I don't know whether people are just, um, more aware of how they can help, um, but it has become a bigger uh, part of people's marketing. It's, 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 it's an on, at the end of the day, we're all selling the same stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like have agents today and commission compression is, is legit. It's real. Mm-hmm. Go to Arizona, you guys in Phoenix, you're seeing 4% listings. And when the um, common level of service that 99% of the population does when listing a property is put it on the MLS, put a sign in the yard, host a couple open houses and take some nice looking pictures. Well, people are looking for more. They're wondering, is that really worth five to 6% of the sales price of my house? Truth is probably not. Mm-hmm. So people are looking more and more on how you make them feel right? versus what you're actually doing for them. And that's displayed in every industry across, especially the hotel industry. I bet so. Yeah. I think too, that people of the younger generation, millennials, and even younger, they're used to sharing things online that maybe the older generation felt were too personal. (laughs) So so they will be a little bit vulnerable and tell you what they feel deep down. And people like that. They like that honesty. Authenticity um, attracts. It's impossible to do it without. So like, and I, and I, let's do, let's take the same example of loan to love that we just went over. Right. Someone that doesn't have that story can't live out that brand because you cannot fake that. Right. So do you encourage almost everybody to think about what is most important to you? What touches your heart? What do you, who do you want to help? Is that part of building almost it's everybody's that brand? and who do you serve? You know, mm-hmm. it's at the end of the day, your brand is you. The problem we all have is like, I'm a, I'm a father, I'm a Christian, I'm a human being, I'm not a brand. Yes, you are. People aren't hiring your brokerage anymore. 96% are hiring the individual that works there. That means they're not remembering Keller Williams, EXP Realty, Colwell Banker, Big Block Realty. They're remembering first dot last name. Right. And your first dot last name when it's referred to as a brand is a lot more marketable and referable than when it's just a, a name. Yeah. I noticed that a lot of videos that are very, very popular, they're not necessarily super slick. Again, Mm -hmm. I guess that goes back to the same thing. People are more interested in the authenticity than the highly produced video, would you say? 100%. -hmm. So uh, like the worst video you could do right now is a market update. Uh That's the absolute worst video you can do. The only people commenting on market updates is the recruiter trying to recruit you, the title rep that wants your business, the escrow rep that wants your business, or the EXP agent that's trying to get you into their downline. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you tell it how it is. (laughs) No one else is commenting on that. But if you take the just listed, Uh the just sold posts, and -hmm. when you see agents write a story about the client they serve, now watch all the engagement on that. Yes, that engagement is very, very important, isn't it? Yeah. How do you feel about people doing live? You know, there's LinkedIn Live. Like well, it. I'm telling you, but you think I like that- the reach. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think lives yeah. lives good. Just have something interesting to say. You know, mm-hmm. um, lives are good. I like how the algorithm works on them, and um, just make sure it 
it's not the thing is it's not about us or you it's about them so when we create content it's like what do they want to hear mm-hmm. so a good live would be is the real estate market going to crash that's very relative right now if i'm going to talk about real estate content or maybe right. more so a month catches ago catches your attention catches yeah. your attention like we've mm-hmm. had people got 110,000 views off of facebook off an of instagram no facebook reel just on that topic because he was the first one to create a piece of content on it mm-hmm. wow Right. Great. But me getting in a market update, be like, all right, so uh, blah, 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 blah. No one's listening. Mm-hmm. So you got to make them interesting. Creating content is part entertainment, part educational. Right. So I'll give you a good example. Um, I have a gal that's a, uh, she calls, she brands herself as your fit mortgage mom. So all her content's always done in gym. She's like talking about interest rates while she's curling iron. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, her, she's your fit mortgage mom. She gives you financial fitness advice. Um, you know, for your educational, that's just her thing, right? It's the way that she demonstrates her content that makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. She could give that, she did a video on um, the top three types of loans and the difference between FHA, VA, but she did it in a gym. Right. That's a lot more interesting. That's going to maintain my attention than sitting there in front of a whiteboard, listing out all this stuff. I- I'm sorry, I'm falling asleep. Interesting. So um, winding back around to YouTube, you have a strategy to get more viewers. Is it more yeah. than just putting out original content that's interesting? Yes. Is there something more to it? Yeah, there's a lot. Um, YouTube's very specific. The only types of videos that ever do well in YouTube that we see are living in, insert city name, moving to, insert city name, relocating to, insert city name, um, and city name tour or neighborhood tours. Those are typically the top uh, videos that'll create a lot of views. Um, YouTube is, you know, you guys are SEO. YouTube's SEO for video. Mm-hmm. It's the Google, it's a video version of Google and a lot of people treat it as a social media site. Mm-hmm. So if my goal is to create videos for YouTube and to get them seen organically, I would do keyword research the same way I would for SEO. And I would create content um, that, people are searching for that has low competition. So Google and YouTube, YouTube's just SEO on video. SEO it's the easiest video. way to look at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, the key though is, is being in a non-competitive market. Uh, create content people search for that no one else has created yet or not a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that is really some good advice. I know some people, some companies purchase uh, subscribers. What do you think about that uh, strategy? Purchase which? Uh, followers. You know, they, they can, you can no, go online. No, uh, you don't want to do that. It'll never mm-hmm. work um, in mm-hmm. any platform. Um, mm-hmm. There's no purpose. I mean, if, you, if you're just looking for social proof, but ultimately you want engagement. Right. You know, when you're creating content, your goal is to build an audience or it should be. Um, you're not going to build an audience out of bots. Right. So you want to build an audience like and stay consistent and people take notice. That's why the consistency is so important. Right. So is all your coaching one-on-one? It almost sounds like it needs to be because you individualize so yeah. much to help people discover well, we the have, brand. We have training coach courses. It depends on how people are engaging us. If we're just consulting, then yeah, it's one-on-one. But mm-hmm. um, we have a process set up when people hire us to go to script, edit, and distribute for them too. So uh, they go through a training boot camp, uh, more or mm-hmm. less. And then we basically teach them on how to be a videographer just using a cell phone. And we take care of all the dirty work. They need one to three hours a month. 
Pretty of cool the, the way cell phones can take such good videos nowadays. That's really amazing. All in the edit and all in the story. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So um, if people wanted to find out how they could work with you and reach sure. out to you, how would they do that? Sure. You could visit uh, realestatemarketingdude.com. Um, my site's an encyclopedia of video marketing, personal branding, and attraction. Um, check out the podcast. We could hit over a million downloads uh, this year. So check that out. There's a lot of good content on that. Or check out the Learning Center on our site. There's a ton of blogs, a ton of webinars, um, and uh, you'll see all of our services if you need help and you're stuck. Wow. Thank you so much. I really have learned so much today and especially really thinking about that branding. By the way, you didn't really tell in your story how you learned all this or was it just something that you're kind of understand without being taught? I, uh, I changed my brand about four times in real estate. When I first started, mm -hmm. it was Chi-Town Mike. I was a spiky, cool kid, um, young, fun, um, and we used to sell a lot of new construction plans during that time. That's how I mm -hmm. made it in the first few years. We used to sell high rises downtown Chicago. Then Chicago, then the market crashed in 2007 and I became Chicagoland short sale. We had probably the top producing short sale team in the country, mm -hmm. 25 to 35 closings a month. And that's when I started understanding branding very well, mm -hmm. because I was the only one, I was the only shop in town, which is why we crushed. So sometimes then, you have to be willing to reinvent yourself. You have to, well, your brand's going to change. You know, when I was 22 years old, I was nightclub partying, sure. going guy. Now I'm a Christian with three kids. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so change. Things change and your brand will change over time, but you just change with it. Mm -hmm. But during that time, I went so deep in the Chicagoland short sale mm -hmm. that I had trouble when the market turned in 12 and 13 and 14, I had trouble reestablishing myself as a traditional agent. Right. That makes sense. And I got burnt. Mm -hmm. I went to Chicago real estate dude, which turned into real estate marketing dude. Yeah, very cool. Well, I can't thank you enough. I know that our listeners will really be taking note of all your advice. It's a very good advice. And I'm sure some of them will reach out to work with you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.